Tone. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will we make of it today? Hello and welcome back to the Pass It On podcast with me, Steve and Chris. And today, Steve wants to do one called Serendipity. <laughs> Serendipity. Serendipity, Sorry. you're right. We're, uh, we're going to have a podcast which has no plan, no structure, no idea <laughs> what's going ever? to happen. Suggesting to the listeners that <laughs> hitherto it's been a model of rigour. No, we have... On many occasions, we've attempted to pick a theme or, uh, I mean, obviously we, we wander away from the theme like a, a small child lost in the woods, but I feel that this one is going to be very different. So, the Pass It On books is 240 pages long. The tips start on page 13 and go all the way up to page 235. Mm. There are roughly seven or eight tips on each page. Okay. So Connie is going to give me a number between 13 Don't and move those numbers because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 13 and 235 and then a number between 1 and 7. And we will find the tip and it will be a good tip because all the tips in the book are good. And I promise you that we are not cheating. We're not... Uh, we might even get ones we've already had before. We might do. That might happen. One, one, one. One, one, one. Wait a minute. Oh, and it'll take Steve half, half the episode to find the pages. <laughs> no, like because it's got page numbers on it. Right. A number between one and three. Two. Two. An easy job. When cutting flimsy dress material, I find that it makes the job much easier to lay newspaper under the material, pin the paper pattern securely in position, then cut both material and newspaper. Mrs. Walker, 260 Glebe Road, Merriweather, 2N, New South Wales, Australia. Now, isn't that funny? Because my mum actually does that. Does she? My mum, yeah, she makes the costumes her, her name's for the... Like Mrs. Merriweather, isn't no. it? No, Mrs. Um, Walker. My, she makes the costumes for the local um, amateur dramatics group. Um, and I've seen her do that many a time. So, isn't that funny? So that's a good tip? Yeah. The stars aligned to find your. I know tip. that's kind of weird. That was good. Okay, next. Oh, oh, right. Go again. Yes, here I go. Um, two, two, two. <laughs> you're not taxing I mean, yourself with these technically, numbers. Technically, these are random. Technically, two, two, two. Ooh, give me a number between one and eight. Seven. One, two, three, four. One up from the bottom, Steve. <laughs> this is a. A decorating tip. Oh, we, we love a bit of decorating here, don't I we? I love a bit of decorating, yeah. Colour guide. If you want to make sure of the colour before painting walls, brush a little onto blotting paper. It works best with flat paint. Mrs J Ferrell, Netherwood Bank Cottage, Glencapel Road, Dumfries. Flat paint. Um, not glossy paint. Oh, no, okay. I think we call it emulsion nowadays. I, I've never really known. No. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely. It's one of these mysteries of the world. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I'm not wildly impressed with your tip selection so far. In oh, fact... Chris can do one. Yeah, Chris can do one. You're, you're temporarily sacked. Until I do badly as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's have 17 and 2. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. 
I should have given him more chance to actually action the 17 before giving the two. Indeed. Actually, there's something spookily, spiritually going on here because this one suits you. Where is the <gasps> last one? Suited Connie. No spills. <laughs> when baby's learning to feed himself, get two or three double-sided suction grips for fixing his plate to the tray on his high chair. Mrs. H. Turk, 5 Hazelbourne Road, Balham, London. Good tip. It's a good mm. tip, isn't it? I have actually seen that you can purchase plates and things that have yeah. suction cups on them for high chair feeding, etc. That worked well then. Mm-hmm. We like that tip. It's you still get double-sided suction. Well, that's the thing. With so many of these tips, I often um, am forced to wonder how... <clears throat> I guess maybe in, in the days we're talking about, hardware stores were more of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like where yeah. would you get suction cups yeah, from? It's, it's that, and it's also where, where would you get lacquer, or where would you get mm. ammonium nitrate or whatever else they're using? Yeah, which you, quite often are sort of like they're sort of tossed off lightly in these tips. Yes, so yeah, just, you can get just that. Go yeah. And get yeah. yeah, first oh. catch your rabbit kind of thing. Yes, um, actually, super DIY superstores did not exist when I was a kid. It was hardware stores around. I do love a hardware store. Have you never walked around a hardware store? The smell. I like the smell. Aching to buy a bizarre angle measuring tool, although oh. you know you'll never, ever use it, but it just looks so, so they, good. They seem, it's not true to say they seem recession-proof, but like they seem remarkably tenacious. Yes. There, there's yeah. one just off Murray Gate. You presumably know it's There is, I do. Next Street, to the yeah. gr- greasy calf, greasy yes. spoon. Love it, that as well. What? So just off the Murray Gate in Dundee, there is um, a little side street, and it's got a old-fashioned Peter Street, and it's where the witch was burned. Oh, okay, and or it's one not, and it's called the Greasy Spoon. No, no, oh. but there's a, a Greasy Spoon Cafe just next to the side. Wow. I still love that cafe. I've they, actually never been, but it does they look do, excellent. They do curry and chips, which uh, you mean you may not make it out alive before having the hammer. Is that what on you get premises. for your lunch sometimes? Is that what you got? No. Uh, I haven't been there for a while. It's more of a sit-in place, although they do do carry-outs. But there is also, there's one in Brighty Ferry where I live as well as an old-fashioned hardware store. And they're always yes. probably Aladdin's Caves, aren't yeah. they? Oh, absolutely. There's, there's racks, and racks and racks and racks and racks and racks yeah. and racks and racks and racks of, yeah. as you say, Stuff. three nails in a packet. Yes, and yeah. Actually, there's, the one um, in Forthford closed. Irons. That's still there. No. It's oh, uh, nickel and dime now. But there is yeah. a very good hardware stop. Stop. There's a good hardware stop. Store. My store slash shop in Letham. And it's quite a big really? one. Mm-hmm. the pharmacy. But they do seem to be quite have a, an office resistant. outing to, to Letham. To I'm sure you it's not. really as good as Connie says. Yeah, it because is. let's face it, it has the best baker in the world. Mm-hmm. It has the what you would world's know. last surviving village hardware store. No, not the world's last surviving, but a good one. A good one. I actually thought you were about to suggest a sort of hardware store pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. an excellent idea. <laughs> you know Let's do, do like that. Pub golf, but like hardware pub. golf, and you have to buy something in every shop. Oh, wonderful guys! Let's all go and buy some number five screws and do something. And manly. finishing nails and things. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm, I'm actually, excited. I've, I, I actually need a screw. You, you don't have a screwdriver on your person, Steve. Do you? uh, I could use my nail if actually, it's flat. No. I thought you I might have a, a pen knife or something. I do often carry I've a Swiss Army knife, just not today. Uh, I, need, I need to um, tighten the oh. microphone stand with right, okay. these things on. I put it to you, though, that all I real men well. carry Swiss Army knives. Or Leathermen. Or Leathermen, yeah. Or yeah. Psychos. 
I used to have a a, <laughs> a really nice little uh, Victorian Ox Swiss Army knife. I used to really like. I don't yeah. know what happened to it? I have a antique ivory pen knife. Oh, Very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. That somebody used for scraping out the pipe. And my mum had has the same, but it's a tar- an ivory. It's ivory, but it's like got a tartan pattern on it. It's just little. Tartary. Tartan. Did I oh. say tartary? No, he did say tartan oh. ivory. Oh. Right, that's from the Scottish elephants. <laughs> so who are you going to feed for your next tips? I'm. I'm. Well, oh. you you did well, but I feel that like Connie needs a chance to redeem herself. Okay. Um. One three five. Yeah, of course, you can play along with this, uh, with this at home, folks, if you have the, <laughs> oh, yeah, you the pass it on book. Right, one, three, five, a number between one and eight, let's eight. say. Eight. Mm. It's a pity you chose eight. Oh, I can retract. Non-slip. Wear a rubber thimble when scrubbing small potatoes. This prevents them slipping from your fingers. Miss Williams, Kerov Club, Roseneath, Lower Road, Summerhill, near Wrexham. <gasps> had all those Wrexham. I know. Big Wrexham's the big place. Wrexham. It was a hotbed. It really was. Right. Connie, you know when you said eight? Mm. You changed it to two. 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 One, two, oh. five, two, please. Okay. Top tip, this is. Button, prevent. Button. A- button. Button. I know. You don't have to tell me. Apart from the times when you do have to tell me. Prevent eye strain when watching TV. When watching TV programs for a long while in a dark room, Try wearing sunglasses of a fairly light tint. They prevent eye strain. Mrs. Ari Blake, 20 Clarence Road, Road Place. What? <laughs> Lower Western Bath wins a pair of towels. Sunglasses in the dark while watching television. That's How we spoke about? Actually quite a good tip. If there's you no, think? If well, there's, well there's for no, the knowledge of back in the day. And there's no brightness controls on the telly. Yeah. Mm. And CRT screens could be bright. Yes, yeah. Really bright. Yep. Well, actually, does right. anyone actually ever change the brightness on their TV? I just have it max all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you only watch sort of Antarctica in a snowstorm type of. Oh, well, I'm saying I have it on max. I'm assuming it's very bright. <laughs> We're just going to take a quick break. We will be back in just a moment. There are a thousand topics of conversation in these pass it on books that we base this podcast on, you know, and we sell them. Just go to dcthompsonshop.co.uk and at checkout, enter the code DARNING to get 20% off. Here's your bonus ad break tip. Winter woolies should be stored during summer in clear plastic bags and sealed with sellotape. The garments are kept airtight and moth-proof. While Steve was distracted by a passing raccoon, I wrestled the book from him. And so we're going to switch this up even more. So, Steve. I like this idea. Let's go for it. I'm I'm sitting up straight in my seat. Right, so I get to choose the serendipitous. Right, I will choose one, eight, three. Between one and six. Uh, One. Oh, well, it was actually one and five, because the, the first bit was actually your introduction. Okay, one. <laughs> carpet dents. To remove marks... I know this one. There's a brilliant one. Buy heavy too. furniture. Lay a damp cloth over the spot and place a hot iron on top. The steam restores the pile. When thoroughly dry, brush the pile gently with a stiff brush. Mrs. E.J. Tocher, 43 Watermill Road, Fraserborough. You can also do that with ice cubes. 
Well, I don't know. I think no, I works. think you need some something a bit more with a bit more oomph. Can confirm ice that ice cubes do work. Do they? Yeah. So what do you do with the ice cube? Just literally just leave it on the dent um, and it melts. And when it's melted, it restores the pile and you just give it a sort of... A hoover. Just a wee... It's a brush up. Yeah. Yeah. I think... We did it when we went into the house. Did you? Mm-hmm. And you didn't use the pass it on tip? <gasps> this pass it on tip wasn't a thing back then. Mm. I mean, it was. Well, it had was, existed it was, for it was. 60 yeah. years hither too. But that's a good tip. That's, no no I towels for Mrs. E.J. Talker. Well, no, that's a, it's a bit of a female one, isn't it? But still... A bit of a female a, one. I, well, what Steve <laughs> means is it's not one to catch the eye of the misogynistic yes. gatekeepers. Oh, I, well, what's it on? I worked with these chaps. <laughs> oh, no, I rest my case. Now you mention it, yeah. <laughs> right, go on then. I'll give you another one. One, four, one. Number between one and four, please. Three. Easy fitting. Immerse the bottom ends of decorative candles, and oh, we know this one, in hot water for a few minutes before putting it into candle six. They're easy to mould into position. Mrs. Robertson, Moffat Mills, Airj. Still a good tip. You're sacked because you chose one we already picked. (laughs) That's a fairly harsh sort You did it to us. No, go again. Go again. Give me another chance. I will choose 17. Page 17. Yeah, we already had 17. That's okay. Oh. One, Don't. two, three, four, so five, six, seven, eight. One and eight, please, Steve. Two, please. <laughs> you guys have a short attention span. Let's try this. Page 17, tip two. No spills. When baby's learning to feed himself, <laughs> oh. get two or three doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sucked. <laughs> All right, 19 then. 19 two. Oh, Connie's having a good <laughs> The year Steve was born. In. Okay, page 19. Uh, get, grab your Pass It On books, everyone. And remember, of course, as Steve says in the ad break, you can get a copy of 20% off. Uh, page 19, tip two. Salesman. Rubber gloves. To slip rubber gloves on easily, put a pair of old nylon gloves on first. I'll work. This is GM Webster, 146 Blenheim Place, Aberdeen. That's good. Oh, what's the bloody point? Well, have you... Actually, I don't know what a nylon glove is, thinking about it. Of course like you do. A, a nylon glove. Like just a, a glove. Yeah, but not a woolly glove as such, just a skinny glove. Like, like, a, like a leather glove, but obviously not made of leather. Yeah. Yeah, usually it's quite tight-fitting and yeah. womanly. And that would work, guys. Like, tight, fact, like tights, gloves made out of tights. Eh? What? Kind of. How many times did you make gloves out of tights? Never, but you did get sort of sheer looking Yeah, gloves. I know what you mean, yeah. I think I remember wearing such a thing with the ooh, rubber gloves ooh. when I went picking tatties. I think. Oh. On a cold October morning. Steve, I'll give you this book back in two more tips. So Okay. Right, okay, in that case, number. I'm going I'm going high. I'm going for page two three three. That'll be the end of the book. That's an ad. Give me another one. Two, three, four. Yeah, that's between one, two, three, four, five, one and six. Two. I'm trying to work out. <laughs> I can't remember if we've done this or not. Christmas trees. If your tree has a root that hasn't been severely pruned, it can be successfully planted back out in the garden. 
Sprinkle all over with tepid water, dig a fairly deep hole in the garden, and into this pour a kettle of hot water. Plunge the root in Plunge. and press firmly done. I have done this for years, always with success. And now I have a garden full of Christmas trees. Ms. R. Simpson, 9 Erskine House, Oxley Drive, South Oxley, near Watford. Do you think she's done it with Why the same tree water? every time? Can't be. Surely can't be. Why hot water? I don't know. Actually, there's another tip somewhere in the book that says if you want your uh, house plants to live longer, always give them warmish water. As if the uh, in, in the wild, into, in, the, yes. in the wild, they would obviously get warm water. Yes, obviously. No, because they're used to being in a house, which is obviously semi lukewarm, and therefore, if you give them cold water, and it's a shock to the system. She might be on something there. She might be. Oh, we don't have to admit that Connie's right or anything, do we? No, 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 no. no, 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 no good. No. It's no. difficult sitting on this side of the table. Certainly not. Having the, the tips the, the recording is going. No, Ooh, once, I'm you, so once you stop recording. <laughs> one okay, more. Than, one more. Let's go. Page 99. The flake. Uh, one in four. One, please. Oh, forgot the... See, it's, it's easy to forget the button. <laughs> <laughs> Curtain tip. Ooh. To save ironing... <laughs> he's so excited. Isn't it? Like Ooh. the first time he's never heard them. Curtain tip. To save ironing neck curtains after washing them, ask someone to help you pull them straight and fold them up and put them through their ringer. <laughs> Shake them out and hang up right away. Mrs. E.J. Tasker, 43 Watermill Road, Fraserborough. Anything that involves the ringer is a good thing. Real dead ringer for love. <laughs> oh no, you're not back to singing again. Back to jukebox, Connie. <laughs> Please, no. I relinquish the control of the book. I have, uh, it's, it's like sort of passing over the Bible from one high priest yes. to another. Is that why I never get it? Do you want it? No. Do you want to have a go at this? No, I'd get tongue-tied. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in that case then, we'll go back to you attempting to give me numbers. Mm. you got to be as good as I was. 101. Mm. Mm. I just did 99. 9900. 101, choose a number between 1 and 8. 5, please. No more waves. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. I've got out of the habit. No more waves. When making up new curtains, turn in all selvages and stitch down. This prevents that annoying, weavy edge, which often occurs after curtains have been washed. Mrs. Jean S. Murdoch, 28 Belmont Avenue, Eaglesfield, by Lockerbie. Love a bit of curtains, don't they? They do. Curtains were what showed in your house. They had to be really nice. Curtains and gannats. <laughs> it's true. I didn't really thought about that. It's one of the sort of... It's the bit inside your house that shows outside your house. They are, yeah. And yeah, but you only see the lining outside. Well, well, the lining had to be wonderfully well done then, I would have, I would suggest, yeah. It's the, if the eyes are the window to the soul, that's then the window is the eyes of the house. Of, yeah, that's right. I just made that up. You can't say that. No, but that is, you didn't make that up. because No, that not is the window to the soul bit, no. Give me, give me another. Um, 115. Don't write the same area. Just trying to well, be just nice to it easy. Right, okay. Number between one and eight, then, please. Seven. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I don't understand it. <laughs> a Christmas miracle. Permanent pleating. Oh, when making curtains. a permanently pleated skirt, I found it difficult to tack the band onto the skirt. So first I held them together with transparent adhesive tape, 
then machined them. This proved a great success, and I only had to pull the tape off afterwards. Mrs. Patterson, 25 Hermiston Road, Springboig, Glasgow. One of pair of towels for that. I understand it. That does also, that sounds like a, one of these oddly revolutionary, quietly revolutionary little tips. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So she's making a pleated skirt. I can see why that would be difficult because my experience of making pleated skilts, skirts, Skil- or skilts, skilts. <laughs> uh, either of those things, <laughs> it's, it's not wide, I have to say. I mean, I could count on the fingers of one snake the amount of uh, um, pleated skirts. But you I can use. imagine that the fabric would be sort of get, try to get away from you. and Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because you have to concertina it. Yeah. Um, How did so you hold them in place so I put the iron, tape on? You should probably do it one at a time, I guess. You could like, fold the pleat. Uh, okay. Tape. Well, yeah. she would have had to sort of iron it or steam it for it to stay like that anyway. Yeah. Um, and starch it and stuff. So, But then if you're trying to sew it onto a band, you automatically have to move the plates. Actually, this has just caught my eye. And Connie, what? I want to put this to you. Well, you should have had it in the Connie episode. Finger protection. One or two coats of nail varnish painted on the first finger of the left hand protects the finger when sewing. Is that right? Mrs. What? M. Brown, 167 Station Road, Loch Gelly. I don't understand that. No, no, do I? Why so would that, that protect the finger? Are you pushing, pushing through? With your right hand, if you're right-handed, yeah. do you, do you, would you put your hand under the fabric you were yeah. sewing? Yeah. And so maybe it's just giving you a little bit of What was protection. it, nail varnish? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what thimbles were for. Yeah. Although I guess it's good. you have more dexterity if you just yeah. lacquered your finger. Yeah, I Actually, feel like it what? is a bit weird though. Sewing, sewing is one of the biggest chapters in the book. And that's a, a tip from the sewing chapter that I've just read. And we don't pay an awful lot of attention to them. And I'll tell you why that is. Because I'm falling into exactly the same trap as the the sub-editors of the 1950s because I don't understand them and it's always me that chooses which tips we read I rarely read them out so I would suggest to you dear reader, listener passing person who can just hear this out the shop door as it's being played as a uh, like like lift music really inside shops but there's a lot of sewing tips in here that I've not read out to you let's do that for our next episode have we not done a sewing one? we have We'll do more sewing, though. Yeah. We'll do an old so-and-so episode. Oh, I like it, like it. Yeah, I am that old so-and-so. join us next time for old so-and-so. We are going to leave it there for today, I think. I think it is time for us all to head home anyway. So we will see you next time for more genius or possibly madness from the household in Scotland of the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. See you soon. Hello, Chris here, and I hope I can assume that if you've reached this part of the podcast, you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, and not that you've been the victim of some terrible vinegar-related incident at home and been unable to press the pause button on your podcast player. If you have, there's a few things that you might like to do. The first is to buy those books that the Pass It On series is based on, and just to reiterate what Steve said, if you use the discount code DARNING at checkout on dcthompsonshop.co.uk, you'll get a 20% discount on all the books. You can also leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And most important of all, and the thing that means the most to us, spread the word. Make sure other people discover the joy of the Pass It On books as well. 
by recommending this podcast to them. Whatever you've done though, whether you do none of that or all of that, we've loved having you listening and thank you so much. We'll see you next time.